Hey everyone, I wanted to make a video on one of the most impactful courses I've ever taken in my life. It's called the Landmark Forum and I'll, I'll drop a link to it. It's uh, landmarkworldwide.com and just wanted to share with you takeaways from the course. So um, just reflecting. Uh, so for context, I take I took this course like five years ago, so it's been quite some time, but I wanted to share with you uh, my takeaways because it has been probably the most impactful three days of my life in terms of self-discovery and all that good stuff. So let me share with you a little bit about the details and then I'll share with you my breakthroughs and why I decided to take the Landmark Forum. So I took the Landmark Forum because my life was in a mess. I had a ton of credit card debt. I was getting let go from a lot of different positions and you know, I was just trying to find myself, right? I wasn't really sure, you know, what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. I, w I didn't have a lot of confidence in myself. So I would recommend the Landmark Forum if you're struggling with self-worth or you or you just want like something to work on. Um, you know, you really are curious about your, just to gain more self-awareness and you want to be able to I mean, honestly, I think that course is good for anyone, no matter how much self-development work you've done. But uh, I do want to share with you, me, me personally, why I've taken it and a little bit more about the details as well. So for context, um, they have it online now. I personally did it in person in the New York City Center. So the New York office, uh, or like the conference room where all this happens, there was roughly, I think about 150 people that attended. Uh, and the online has around that much to uh, in the past when I've seen maybe 120 to 130 people on average with the online version. So pretty similar. So they have us sit in a room for three days, Monday, I, I mean, sorry, Friday, Saturday and Sunday for pretty much all of those days. So from 9 a.m. to sometimes 10 or even 1030 to 11, depending on how fast everyone gets their breakthroughs. And I personally have paid for a lot of my friends and family to do it. Um, I think it's uh, $695 now. And I remember sitting there and was like, man, this is a lot of money. I came to a guest event called the Special Evening, which is a free event where you know people like myself will bring and other people that have completed the Landmark Forum will come back and will bring a friend or a guest and it's led by a forum leader who's a highly trained person they're i would say probably the epitome of training and development when it comes to personal development so all really brilliant people and it's a pretty diverse group of people i mean i wouldn't be surprised if there's like 60 forum leaders at this point so just wanted to preface that these are just my opinions. This is my perspective of what I've gotten out of the Landmark Forum. Um, and I'll link you to the page as well if you want to read more about it. But um, just to give you a little bit more of the logistical things. Uh, oh, and I forgot to mention, there's a final evening session from 7 to 10, 15. Um, these are all approximate because it really depends on the breakthroughs and how far along um, the programs are or people are in the program, right? Some people, they get the breakthroughs a, a lot more. So, um, okay. 
so the landmark forum um they have in person now as well now that covid is you know things are slowly kind of getting back to normal but it's i think the, on, the only in person they have is chicago new york la and san francisco so just some of the major centers um, so there's breaks approximately every two to three hours with a 90 minute dinner break and how it works. So there's a lot of science that goes behind it, but I'll just go over the course syllabus and then I'll kind of share with you what my takeaways are for each of the section. So day one, um, there's orientation. So they'll just kind of set expectations, what you, what you will expect. So the first thing you learn is the already always listening. So that is basically like the lens that we come from, right? So let's say we're Christian or we're Muslim or we're Jewish. I mean, as you guys know, it's kind of hard to give that up, right? It's kind of hard to think like if you're, you know, let's say, you know, your parents were affect your Korean and your, your parents were raped by um, Japanese soldiers in the past right? We're always going to have a, or those people are always going to have a listening that Japanese people are bad and there's going to be some sort of resentment, right? Obviously there's exceptions to the rule, but there's a lot of examples. So for me, I saw that I'm Asian. So a filter that I always listen from is like, okay, I'm going to be probably one of the very few Asian people on the sales team. And I always look at things like, oh, okay, most executives are probably going to be white in, in corporate America, and they're probably going to be middle-aged male, right? That's just what I'm listening from. So when we have that, then we have a lot more self-awareness, and we can actually do something about it, right? So that's an extremely powerful distinction. The, thir the third thing you learn is the hidden power of context. So... Context is everything, right? Like even in me, like even talking about the landmark forum, right? The, I'm giving you guys some context and the context is that I got a lot out of this. So I'm obviously biased, right? I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna talk crap about landmark because I have gotten so much out of it personally, right? So a context that um, when we can see context, we see that everything is ultimately a context where um, if I know that, okay, I have a context that life is short because I just had a lot of friends in my, th in my 30s that have died or like a lot of people I know have cancer, then I'm going to be seeking like environments where that's the case. Like, oh, see, like this person died from cancer. This person died from cancer. That doesn't make it not true. It's just the context that we're living in. The vicious circle. So this is all still day one. Uh, the vicious circle is something that happened in our past that is robbing us of our joy and effectiveness. So in my case, you could see that the vicious circle is something that keeps coming up and keeps coming up. So for instance, a vicious circle of what happened is my dad left us when I was 15. And because of that, I don't open it's hard for me to trust uh, my dad and you know he doesn't trust us because he thinks that we make him feel bad that he left so there's some judgment right so you could see that it's a vicious circle because it's it's going to repeat itself right unless we do something about it 
um, rackets and the payoff and the cost. So rackets is probably one of the most common themes that you'll learn in the landmark forum. And like a racket could be, is we're getting something out of it, right? Even though it doesn't always serve us, we think it serves us. So a racket for me would be like, oh, I will people please. And it's a racket because a lot of people like me, I have a lot of friends, but the cost, the payoff is that I have a lot of friends, I'm very likable, I'll win you know, popularity contests and things like that. But the cost is sometimes my well-being. Sometimes I will get less sleep. Sometimes if someone's texts me and I don't get back to them, I feel bad, right? There's a guilt associated with it. So having that awareness can help us with our level of happiness and can rob us of our satisfaction and fulfillment. So that's day one. Day two, um, the first part, you'll learn something called the illusion of someday, right? So we think that someday, you know, for me, it's like, okay, someday I'll travel the world a uh, hundred different countries. You may argue like, oh, that's a pretty strong vision, right? But what if I reframe that to think possibility and maybe instead of doing, Tim Ferriss also has this rule, right? If I, it'll probably take me 50 years to do that in the next 50 years, right? Assuming that I'll grow to the age 30, uh, 85, which I think I will because I'm pretty healthy, but you never know, right? So what if I shifted that and I say, huh, what if I did that in 30, 30 years? So when I get to 65, okay, so what would that look like? Instead of doing two country, two new countries a, a year, I could do three or four new countries a year, right? So it just helps us shift this possibility and be able to think, instead of thinking someday, actually put it into practicality. The next thing, uh, section of day two is called the myth of eyes because and is. So when we think of reality, we think things are separate from us, right? We think that us, I is my identity, but we don't realize that a lot of these realities that we construct is not always necessarily true, right? Like if we, if I relate to everyone as the same as me, there is no us and them. There's just human beings, right? Like if I relate to Caucasian people as different, that that's not very empowering for me, right? It doesn't, it causes a separation versus that we're all human beings. Number three is uh, distinct, distinguishing, opening new words. When we distinguish, right, we have more awareness around things. So for instance, the distinction that they, they gave is like, okay, um, when you master balance, you're able to ride a bicycle right? So there's language to these contexts. So for instance, when I make a distinguish distinction between medium, like any word, right? Like I could say, all right, technology sales. If I distinguish it, then there's language around it, which allows me to be able to like work on it. And this kind of goes back to context, right? But distinctions help us be able to go in more in depth and gives us power 
and uh, for creativity and action. And I'll post the syllabus on uh, on the YouTube channel as well and, and all that good stuff so that you could see all of this. So the next portion, uh, number four, is freedom from anxiety. So all of us have anxiety in some shape or form, right? You'd be lying if you said that you never stress about anything. That's impossible. Human beings, we inherently stress a lot. So one of the most... Uh, big one of the most common obstacles is to being effective is fear, right? So imagine if you could live a life of freedom from anxiety, right? I, the landmark form gives you some of that. I wouldn't say that it's oh you'll never get anxiety ever in life, but when we examine um, what we have anxiety from. When, when we think about it, right, and this comes up a lot during the landmark, all of the landmark courses, we're able to um, have awareness around what gives us anxiety. So, for instance, one of the fears that I thought about a lot during landmark programs is just the fear of rejection, the fear of failure, right? So, because I'm exploring that a lot more, and and you'll have people that you get assigned with, uh, if it's virtual, you go into breakout rooms in person, you'll just get off into your corner and then share, or you'll just sit, you know, you're sitting next to someone. So typically you'll turn to the right or the left and they'll match you up into pairs typically. Um, and you'll go through these exercises. So there'll be a framework, there'll be questions that they'll ask you. And it, this is a, a deeper one, and you'll see how we have freedom from anxiety as, as, a, as I continue to go through the, the frameworks. But the first thing you do is you go through how our identities get constructed, right? All of us, you know, from childhood, there's instances that has made us who we are today. So for instance, um, and this is really, really important, right? Because if you can come to the defining moments in your life that has made you who you are, like for instance, I was, I'm a recovering people pleaser, right? And the reason why is I can pinpoint it back to, okay, I've moved around a lot. I've lived in close to 30 different places at this point in my life, and I'm only 35. So I had to be a chameleon, right? To be able to adapt, to be able to survive right where i'm like moving from california to connecticut to north jersey to south jersey to central jersey um, new york city and then so that is my part of my winning formula like to be able to adapt but it's also led me to um you know i can now choose if i get to be that like likable person or i can choose to put myself first right so it's it's really important to go through that. So the the third one now is called uh, this is day three. So this would be Sunday. The pervasive influence of the past. So what's pervasive is something that keeps coming up right back back again. Um, I'm gonna look up the word pervasive because I always find it interesting when I look up words that I don't use as frequently. So it says spreading widely through an area or a group of people so spreading so what's pervasive of the influence of the past is 
and we have technologies that we go to in the landmark forum. So you can put the past where it belongs in the past. Many of us bring the past with us. We carry it on our shoulders and you can visibly see how some people are so impacted by the past. I don't know any human being in the world that has not yet has not been influenced by the past in some shape or form, right? Some people are much better at it, obviously, because they've done the work or they've reflected, they've journaled, they've gone through programs like the Landmark Forum. So an example for me of something that affects me that is in the past is, okay, Davidson, uh, in the past, like I've had a lot of thoughts about how Asian males are undesirable, right? And Asian women, statistically speaking, have the highest percentage of being in relationships and um, black women and um, Asian men have the lowest, like if you look at dating websites, they post the stats everywhere, right? I can let that really impact who I get to be and that I'm not going to be liked or like people won't re like look at me as um, desirable or I can choose a different future, right? But at least having that awareness allows me to do something about it versus it being unconscious or subconscious and I'm not even aware that this is affecting me. Number two, change versus transformation. So change is not permanent. I, I relate to change as like something that just happens, right? But transformation on the other hand, and, and once again, language gives us power, is expansive and infinite. So it happens permanently. So in that language, transformation, and because this is a proven formula and millions of people have gone through this program, like I can honestly say that I've transformed from this program. By day three at night, I remember waking up Monday morning and I was like looking, and I was in New York City at the time and I was looking around like, wow, this is the first time I've been able to appreciate the skyscrapers and been present. And there was a peace in my mind uh, and it was beautiful, right? There was a peacefulness in my being. Number three. Language as an access to power. So language is commonly thought as a bridge to the world. And we learn language in order to connect with people, to, to communicate in the world. But we don't think about the language that we think about, that we speak to ourselves, right? We think about language with others. So we realize that language is an instrument of creation, right? So if my language to myself, and a lot of this is unconscious, right? It's like, Davison, you're not worthy of your dad being around for you. You're not good enough, so you need to prove to others that you're good enough. I'm going to have a chip on my shoulder, right? Or my language could be like, Davidson, you're super loved. Everyone loves you. You're an amazing human being. You're a contribution, and life is awesome, and, and it's really a gift, right? What What language is more empowering so once we have that awareness i can tell myself in the morning davidson you're going to accomplish a lot of amazing things because in the past i have accomplished a lot of amazing things right but i wouldn't i'm not going to lie my language before doing advanced course was like 
Davidson, why'd you get fired from so many different jobs? You know, there's, there's a difference. There's a power to me speaking and listening to myself powerfully. And lastly, the nature of choice. This is probably the most powerful distinction if we can master it. And it's saying basically, I mean, obviously I would recommend doing the course, right? And those three days will be totally worth it. But I'll give you a snapshot of what I got from that distinction. So make, most of us make a decision. Most of us do things and and we're, we don't really think we have a choice, right? We're like, oh, I have to go to work so I can pay the bills or, oh, I have to treat my wife well, right? Of course, like you want to treat your wife well. Of course, like you probably should go work, right? But I mean, there are people who don't work, right? There are people who live on the ocean, you know, sleep in Hawaii, you know, there's homeless people, right? And they made a choice, but many, many of them probably don't think they had a choice. Many of them got that way because they let life happen to them instead of them really choosing, right? There's always, there's always going to be examples of people who have made it past that homelessness, right? For me, I made a choice. All of my decisions was a choice, but many of us operate like we didn't make that choice. Someone made that for us, right? Especially as adults, right? So, um, yeah, if you have any other questions, feel free to post it in the chat and uh, I could make a video, uh, anything regarding Landmark Forum. I would love to answer your questions. Cheers. I hope you enjoyed this video.